are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So if you have need of healing and your body is sick, then what is it that you don't have manifest? You don't have healing manifest, do you? So then you call for it. Go to the Word of God and find out what God says. The Word says that by His stripes you were healed. So call for it. Thank God because the Word says, by His stripes I was healed, and if I was healed, I am healed. I'm not saying it because it's a natural fact. I'm saying it because the Word said it, and I'm proclaiming it, decreeing it, so it will nullify the sickness that is in my body, and I will be well. Now, we're talking about using your faith and the Word of God to proclaim and enter into the provisions that God has made. There's no stronger principle in the Bible than this one here in Romans, the fourth chapter. Let's read it again, and let's go a little further. Romans chapter 4. Let's come down to verse 16. Paul says, Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. For as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now notice what God did. See, Paul's quoting from Genesis, the 17th chapter. God came up to Abraham and he said, I've made you the father of many nations. Well, he didn't even have the promised child, but God said, I've already done it. See, God speaks in past tense. If we can ever grasp this, that God speaks the end from the beginning, and he wants us to begin to do the same thing because we're created in the image of God. That's the way God works. That's the way he works his principles. He speaks the end from the beginning. He speaks the end results. Now, notice that Paul is quoting an Old Testament scripture. And he says, he calleth things that are not as though they were. And he also taught Abraham to do that. He taught Abram to do it. Now, let me remind you that when God first talked to Abram about this promise of the promised child, in the 12th chapter, I believe it was, of Genesis, he appeared to Abram and he said, that he would make of him a great nation. Well, he didn't even have the child. Now, Abram was 75 years old at that point, And his wife was on up in years. Now, 24 years went by. 24 years to the 17th chapter of Genesis, and God appeared to Abram again. And he said, I am Almighty God, and I have made you the father of many nations. Boy, I can just imagine Abram saying, well, it sure don't look like it. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, now he's 99 years old. And God said, I made you the father of many nations. Now, brother, you've got to walk by faith and not by sight. Then God said, your name will no longer be Abram, but Abraham. He changed his name. Now, see, in those days, names meant something. I mean, everybody knew what the name meant. When you told somebody your name, they knew something about you. See, Jacob meant supplanter 
or deceiver. Brother, I mean, he was. <laughs> and people knew that. They named them names that meant something. And boy, I mean, when they found out your name, they knew something about you. Abram had to go around and tell everybody, I am the father of nations. I mean, God just simply forced him to do it. Now remember, for 24 years, he had the promise of God that I'm going to make of you great nations. But there was no manifestation of the promise. It looked like it never come to pass. 24 years has gone by. And then God instigates a principle of calling things that are not as though they were. And he said, now, Abram, you no longer tell anybody that your name is Abram. Your name is Abraham, which means father of nations. And I want you to know that everybody around wanted to laugh when he said, I am the father of nations. But they didn't dare do it because they all worked for it. Everybody in the county worked for him. And can you imagine him going around saying, I'm the father of nations. When he said, I am Abraham, they knew what it meant. And faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing the word of God. That was God's word for him. You are the father of nations. So he called things that were not as though they were. Now, did you notice that it took less than a year after he began to confess and proclaim that I'm the father of nations until the child was born. Amen. And for 24 years he had the promise, but it didn't produce. You know why? He didn't mix any faith with it. When God forced him to mix some faith with it by saying it, saying what God said, in less than a year the promised child came. Isn't that amazing? And he's 99 years old and his wife was 90. An impossible situation in the natural. Verse 18 said, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. There may be some of you tonight that you say, Well, my situation's hopeless. The doctors may have told you that there's no help. Medical science can't help you. Well, do like Abraham did. Go to the Word of God and get you some supernatural hope. Amen. That's where Abraham got his hope, from the Word of God. See, against hope, when there was no hope, he made a decision. I'm going to believe in it. Now, how can you believe in something when there's not any? Against hope, believed in hope. Well, there wasn't any natural hope that a 99-year-old man's going to father a child and a 90-year-old woman's going to be the mother of a child. But he went to the Word of God and got him some supernatural hope. He had God's Word for it. Now, see, you face things in life every day that it looks like there's just no way. But I want you to know that if you call things that are not, the thing that God promises, even though it's not manifest in your life, he wants you to call for it until it is manifest. That's God's method. And I think this is where we miss it. We sometimes think that if it's not manifest, it's not God's will. But you see, Paul in 2 Corinthians first chapter says that my preaching was not yea and nay. said all the promises of God are yes and amen. In other words, yes and so be it. God's already said yes to him before you ever ask him. So what we need to realize is that the promise, even though it is not manifest in our life, it belongs to us. 
We're heirs of the world and God has promised us these things in the new covenant. Life, peace, health, healing, salvation, deliverance, and all of these things. And the Bible says he sent his word and did it. So as far as God's concerned, it's already happened. I mean, I believe God sits on his throne and looks down here sometimes and says, well, don't they know it? I mean, I sent my word and healed them and delivered them. And then he hears some of the things we say. (laughs) I don't know whether he hears it or not. (laughs) I don't believe he hears all that unbelief. The prayer of faith, he says, shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. God hears the prayer of faith. So what we need to realize is that God's word is the final authority on any subject. So if we're to call for the thing that's not manifest, then we go to the word of God and find out what God says, even though it's not manifest in our life, we call for it. We do that in everything else in life. I mean, we call for things that are not. Why would we call for something that was already here? We always call for the thing that's not manifest. God has given us a promise. His word is out. God's not a man that he should lie. All the promises of God are yes and amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What is it I don't see? I don't see the promise manifest. If it's not manifest, I don't see it manifest. But God has chosen things that are not to bring to naught things that are manifest. What do I see? I see my problem. I see the situation that looks beyond any natural help whatsoever. But I take the spiritual force of faith and I call for the thing that is not manifest and call it into manifestation, and it nullifies what exists. And when it nullifies what exists, it takes its place. And then you have the manifestation of what you call for. The problem is that so many times we get so wrapped up with our problem, we think the problem, we eat the problem, we drink the problem, we wake up in the middle of the night believing in the problem, we have developed great faith in the problems instead of great faith in the promises of God that will nullify, remove, and replace what exists with the goodness and the blessings of God. God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? Through the knowledge. You see, if you don't have knowledge of it, you certainly can't believe for it. Do you realize that? You can't believe for anything you don't have knowledge of? That's why we should study to show ourselves approved and rightly divide the word of God. If you know that it is God's will for you to enter into the promise, then you can have faith to believe for it. God's method is calling things that are not as though they were. Now that's God's method. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before we leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all of this week, our CD offer will be CD offer number 7215. That's 7215. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. The title is Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Now, you might say, well, what do you mean calling things that are not? Calling things that are not yet manifest as though they were manifest until they are manifest. 
Now, this is a biblically sound principle of the Bible. But so many times there's a lot of people that really don't know anything about it because they've never heard about it. And in Romans, the fourth chapter, the Apostle Paul tells us that Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. Then in verse 13, it says, For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now, the righteousness which is of faith, the Apostle Paul says in Romans 10, says, The word is nigh me, it is in my mouth and in my heart, that is the word of faith which I preach. So this tells you what the scripture is referring to. Then we find in verse 17, it says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. God taught Abraham to call things that were not as though they were until they were. That's what this series is about. CD offer number 7215, calling things that are not as though they were until they are. Because we have the promise of the Word of God, we speak it, it causes faith to come, and when faith comes, we believe and doubt not in our heart, we become fully persuaded, and we receive the promise of God in our lives. That's offer number 7215, two CDs for $19 total. Our toll-free order line is one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred, or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box sixty nine, England, Arkansas seven two zero four six. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.